0: This is the Lucy Beatrix Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. So everyone always hears about the best, the goats or the greatest of all time, like Michael Jordan, Serena Williams, or Tiger Woods. But there's this new show called Losers on Netflix that tells the stories of names you might not know. The almosts, but not quite. And it exposes the heartbreak and reality of pursuing greatness, the setbacks, the downfalls, The what now? Oh man, this show really hit home for me. I have felt that almost making it feeling for much of my adult life. My modeling career was a bunch of so close but not quites, and I could almost taste what it would be like to get to the next level, but I never crossed over into Giselle Boonshund or Heidi Klum land. It would go like this. I'd win the first round, like when I signed a contract with Ford Models. Then, I'd win again when I'd go on castings and book editorial spreads for Marie Claire or Glamour or any major magazine. Then, there was even bigger stuff, like an Elle magazine cover. That was practically a gold medal in that world. But it still wasn't the ultimate achievement. It still wasn't breaking through to the next level like walking for Victoria's Secret or getting a Maybelline contract. So, from that perspective, I guess I kind of lost. But still, that was all just modeling, and I was a winner in some ways to some people. Like my dad, he was so proud. He thought I was a supermodel, and I was like, Dad, not quite. But because I was out there getting these jobs and not getting the big jobs, I'm kind of a loser compared to the girl who started the same place in the same time that I did, Carly Kloss. I told the story of how I beat her in a modeling contest, the one that I won in St. Louis when I was 16, but now it's like... Look who's the one hosting Project Runway and has a bajillion Vogue covers. Carly Wan. I did not. That said, I think what that Netflix show highlights is how sometimes the losing path is actually a better path, or maybe just a different path. Sure, everyone wants gold at the Olympics, or the Vogue covers, or to be recognized for greatness— But what you swallow when you don't get that is a whole lot of humility. And while I'm at it, I should say, you meet a lot of really interesting people when you've been through that, when you've been through getting crushed and not being the best. So, the person we're talking to today has actually been through parts of my life when I was in the process of being crushed, aka when I just decided to quit modeling, and someone who's been through A similar type of experience that he's going to share today. So hi, Garrett. Welcome to the show. Hi, Lucy. Um, Thank you. (laughs) So from my perspective, I met you when you were playing sold-out shows, tearing up stages at places like Bowery Ballroom in New York City, which is no small feat. Like, not anyone can just play at Bowery Ballroom. You have to be somebody. You have to be, like, on your way up as a musician whether it's opening for a bigger band or being the headlining band but so what do you have to say about like that like your music career and how
1: yeah, well, you even
0: got to that point
1: Well that that was a blast. Like that whole period like when I met you. It's funny because you see that and then it took years of blood, sweat and tears just to get to that place. And then even then we thought we're not we're not making it yet.
0: Yeah, so it's just kind of silly to think that here I am, this model at the at these shows that your band Strangers is playing, and seemingly it's like they're making it. They're like that's what that's what making it is as a musician to even have a following and a crowd and like these songs that are catchy and actually have the art behind the hype. But so like as far as this show goes, talking about Losers, which you watched some of it as well, how do you feel like that relates to any of your life?
1: Well, the thing that it made me think of is that for everybody's success or perceived success, like that's also somebody else's failure. And what I mean by that is you saw success when you saw me on the stage. And we saw a place that was one level below where we wanted to get to next because there's always a next level. And so um, some of these athletes on this Netflix show are – struggling and struggling and struggling and winning national championships. But the problem is they're not getting, they're not meddling in the Olympics. And so, so much of it has to do with expectations and so much of it is relative.
0: I see. Yeah. Do you feel like, do you feel like it's worth setting those extremely high goals with the possibility of failure? If the hurt is going to be so great, like, You know, for me, I came to New York and my dream of obviously trying to make it as a model, that was a really random thing that was kind of thrown my direction before I decided it to be my dream. It was almost like I got scouted and then said, okay, I will pursue this because I got put in the right place at the right time. But where it's something like music, you're actively sacrificing certain aspects of your life to go for it. Like even for you deciding to not do sports to pursue music fully when you're still in college do you think it's end up, it ends up being worth it even though there is so, so much of a probability of having pain?
1: Well, that's such a great question because you can't avoid it, right? Like there's only one way to do it and you have to have a lot of faith because there's no way to be successful on that level, like on that highest level without completely giving yourself over to the process and that takes a lot of time and a lot of sacrifice and so you... I think on a certain level you have to be prepared for that because um you know I think that's why it's so special to get to these places that like you mentioned before that you know Tiger Woods and Michael Jordan have gotten to is because so few people get there and it takes so much sacrifice and faith to put mm-hmm. yourself on the line like that.
0: Yeah it's true and like in a weird way losing along the way as you are maybe like maybe it's like a you might have like some wins and then some losses and some wins, but you're gradually getting better and you're learning and you're getting insight into perspective. And that losing is build, building so much character. And that can help us appreciate the people who did have all of the stars align and make it, like the people who are like epic heroes that are the best of all time because we're like, wow, the the longer you live and the more you're ambitiously going after something, you can look at any great person in any field and say – there are a lot of people who didn't make it. And so for you to still be standing is like, is a crazy feat. But I want to talk about what you do when you realize it is time to like hang up the heels, as I say, with my modeling career, like it's time to like, you know, close it, close the portfolio and put it away in a shoebox and just move on. Like, how do you know, like for you, when you were transitioning out of being a rocker in a band, how did you know that was, it was time? Yeah,
1: that's a, that's a really good question. Um, you know, and it didn't happen all at once. It's not like a light bulb goes off at a certain time that you can pinpoint. You say, okay, here's a transition or this all makes sense. But, um, you know, I had reached a point where, um, you know, the the band had broken up and our singer had moved to L.A. And so, you know, that clearly ended itself. Um, and so I had a decision to make, which was what was what was I going to do? And... With music, I mean, for me, like the dream is all about: can you make this work? You know, it's not so much, oh, you know, I want to be, um, I want to be this big or I want to be famous. It's like, you no, know, can you can you make this into a career? And can you make it so that this is what you do all the time? Because what you really want to do is write songs and, and play, and because that's what you love to do. And so, I would keep playing music for myself. Because that's kind of what I knew how to do, but along the, in in parallel to that, what happened was I started getting interested in a lot of other things because I had all this free time now. I'm not playing gigs. I'm not rehearsing every night, so other things started to fill that void. And though I was still playing music for myself at home, um, you know, I I just came to a point where other things started. To wake me up and knock on my door and fill the void. Yeah. and
0: like I think it's important to talk about that thing of flow state. So anyone who's really great at something, I feel like this has been I've understood this for myself or for people I've seen who are just really good at what they do, is that when they're doing that thing, they enter the flow state where t- hours can just disappear and you're just in your zone. Whether it's writing or playing music or whatever it is that you're ambitious about, running that time disappears. And you're zeroed in and just focusing on that thing, and sometimes maybe in the process of phasing out of the thing that you were going after, you find something else that that speaks to you. So it's like once you find another thing, you can find the flow state with. You can ambitiously go after that. But do you feel like so for you when you were when you did, was there like a moment where you're like okay, well I'm gonna I'm gonna quit. Like I'm not I'm not gonna be doing this anymore. Like, I know your band did break up, mm-hmm. but that, and that's like, it's not like the decision was made for you, but you had to like, think like, am I going to start a new band? But how did you realize like, okay, no, there's like, there's not going to be another one. I'm just going to yeah put the guitar away. It's such a sad sure. visual. It <laughs> is. It is. Well, the, the,
1: the great part is I never actually put the guitar away and it's, it's right, right behind us. Um, But I mean, for me, it became all about figuring out what I loved about it. And why I did it. And so then the question becomes, what am I actually leaving behind? And so what I realized was, you know, I wasn't doing it because of the traveling or the fame or all the things that that maybe you dream of when you want to be a musician or a rock star. It's because I loved playing the guitar, and I loved coming up with things on the guitar, and I loved playing with other people, and I loved playing shows and recording. And so You know, these are all things that you can do if you have time and, you know, some resources. And it doesn't necessarily mean you need to be on tour all year. And so I think I fell out of love with the idea of being on tour all year and never lost my love for the instrument. And so with that, I kind of it became easier for me to part with the band aspect of it because I could say, you know what? I always have the guitar. I can always play. Um, I can always play with other people, and that's never gonna change. So, let's think about what else is interesting right now. Mm-hmm. Like, what what else can I explore um, that might give me the same kind of satisfaction that playing in a band? Did.
0: Yeah, and maybe sometimes with time, as you pursue the thing you're going after. Or at least for me, when I was still in the whole modeling like you know going after trying to make it they're like as more time passes that you don't make it the stress can start to build especially when your livelihood is depending on it like you as a musician you have to think how can this be lucrative and then that stress of making it a career changes can change the approach you go into your craft with like so for me it's like you know I'm going on castings but sometimes there's like this underlying feeling where I'm like well this kind of has to take I have to get this or if I don't then you know what am I going to do do I move back to St. Louis and like suddenly that stress starts to attach to it versus this is what I am meant to do and like I'm going to work on it like you know like that pursue it's just like your perspective of how you pursue your craft Can change. I don't. I don't know about you because I don't know if music ever got to that point where you're like, my life depends on this. But for me, it was like a clicking or the clock is clicking where I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to make it in time. Like, I'm like, I only have so many more years on this planet that I could be doing this career, so it better catch now. But
1: I mean, I think it always felt like that. Um, That's one of the biggest challenges I think of any of these things that, that that people try to do but I mean luckily I had a I had a job while I was doing all that in the music industry so you know I didn't necessarily have to rely on music to pay my bills but but it is what I wanted to turn into something that paid my bills and and um, so that I could do it all the time and you know that desire and that pressure never never lightened up um, you know of course until I decided to to not put that pressure on myself anymore
0: i see yeah um but it is interesting to think that that pressure can be good because sometimes the pressure actually makes you perform better like say you know an athlete is showing up to perform at the olympics and there's so much at stake and they know they like they they have to do it and that can be great like if you can channel it to not be painful but
1: it's necessary right
0: Yeah, that's why people say it's good to be a little bit nervous. But anyway, so that was really great. Thanks, Garrett, for giving me your perspective on losing. In wrapping this up, I think what we were getting at here is the closer you come to winning, the harder it can be to lose. It's kind of like that physics idea where everything has an equal and opposite reaction. And if you're really striving to be the best – The result of not making it can hurt with just as much force as it would be to have won. That's just part of it. And at the end of the day, loss can lead us down different paths and help us connect more deeply with others. So establishing lifelong, meaningful connections over hardship, well, that's a form of winning, if you ask me.